What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zenfluence Podcast. Today, I'm sitting down with a sick guest, Dominic Iandolo. You guys, like, he's been on the podcast before, but this guy is just an incredible agency owner and entrepreneur, uh, super young in his 20s. And, you know, when I first met Dominic, the thing that stood to me was just like a super sharp guy, super focused, and you'll see why. And I think this conversation is going to um, be a really eye-opening, I think, for me. It's He's been someone in Calgary who I've uh, I've looked up to as just an entrepreneurial figure and, and someone who is going towards his goals and his passion. So uh, very excited to have this conversation. And I guess I guess with that, Dom, like, I'll pass over the mic to you. And how would you explain who you are? Um, yeah, how, how would you explain who you are, Dom? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, excited to be here. And a very, very kind intro for sure. It's very humbling. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, right now in the, in the current state of like where I'm at in my life, um, I'm, I'm running my main agency, which is obviously Pinnacle Media. Since we last spoke, that was, that was really the core agency that I was building out and scaling at the time. Still am. Um, we've released a new department within Pinnacle Media now. So we're not just focused on like working with e-commerce brands and info products, but now we're actually expanding our services towards, uh, working with coaches and agency owners as well too helping them book more qualified calls into their calendars. So it's not this like feast or famine sort of situation that they're finding themselves in. Um, and then we've also launched uh, Pinnacle Mentors, which is basically our e-learning business side, where it's actually coaching and consulting with agency owners, e-commerce brand owners, people that maybe aren't ready to hire somebody in, whether it's in-house or, you know, third party like us, um, but they need the help. They need the guidance. So that's what we're also focusing on as well too. And uh, what we're mm-hmm. going to be focusing on in the, I guess in, in the coming 2023. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Absolutely, man. Nick, you're literally always launching new, um, new ventures, but I, I guess a question for you is how would you describe, um, cause, cause I always see this online, like running people running digital marketing agencies, but I just feel like you're someone who has really like ha- has it dialed in and has a clear understanding of what it means to be an agency owner. Um, so how would you describe what it is like to run a marketing agency or what makes you successful uh, compared to anyone else out there who's maybe tried to run an agency, but doesn't necessarily have the hold on it? Yeah. So I think when I, when I started my agency, I think I, I knew that like, if I could just focus on working very, very hard, because at that time I didn't have the, the full understanding, the insight of you know how to deliver a service properly, how to acquire new clients, how to retain clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just knew that if I if I worked really hard, I could learn how to work smarter. So when I started, that's that's all I focused on. So I think that gave me a really good foundation um, to build my agency because, like quite literally, when when COVID was basically still around me in our pandemic, like I had nothing but time. So I was spending ten to twelve hours a day doing outreach, trying to figure out how to deliver a proper service, how to retain clients, how to set up my softwares. Like I, I was basically just like obsessed with building my agency um, and made a lot of sacrifices, made a lot of trade-offs, right? Like I wasn't, you know, going playing video games all the time with like my friends who were like also in this pandemic. So the hard work aspect was definitely a big one um, when I started the agency. But then obviously, as you start expanding, you start learning that like what gets you to one level won't get you to the next level. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's where I had to learn how to become a better leader, um, a better owner in a sense of actually, you know, becoming good at hiring people, hiring the right people, um, putting people in the right positions in the company and structuring the company properly. So that's definitely that that's definitely been a a big focus of mine and i think i'll like i'll always be growing as a leader as a as a as an owner of a company whether it's me consulting my team whether it's you know me leading them to like be better at what they're doing then helping me be better at what i'm doing things like that um but yeah no it's uh it, it's it's definitely an interesting one when it comes to like the agency world cuz i i find that like what's out there now in sort of like the ecosystem of YouTube is a lot of people talking about like how to get clients, um, which is one aspect of it. Like client acquisition is just really one of the three aspects that I really talk to, um, to my team and also to like the people that we consult with the other two being, um, client retention and service delivery. So client retention and service delivery go both hand in hand quite a bit. Like you can, 
you can you can retain pretty well if you have a very very good service even if like the back end of your business isn't set up like super well you can still retain a lot of clients but what we've been focusing on so much now is like okay like it's very easy for us to acquire clients i mean quite literally like we haven't sent emails to get clients loom videos dms nothing to get any clients for the last two years wow. um it's yeah it's it's been amazing and then so that saved me like a boatload of time so we really figured out how to set up our sales journey in a sense where people are coming inbound to us and then now it's gone to the point where like we don't even technically need to be running ads anymore because now just organically people are booking through instagram reels TikTok. so that's been super cool to see as well too where before it was like we had to spend money to acquire clients now it's just a matter of like okay how much time am i willing to invest into making good quality content so that's been that's been super cool as well too but uh yeah i would definitely say when it comes to building a successful agency it's those three components the you know client acquisition client retention service delivery side hands down if if an agency owner or a coach locks those three components down you'll you'll thrive and you'll be able to sustain growth for you know a very very long period of time for sure absolutely so, so then Dom, what what would be the day in the life let's say of an of an agency owner like what because I guess, what do you think about in terms of like getting clients and, and servicing them? Um, and I know you do a lot of content creation, but yeah, you know, like kind of like take taking me through a day in life. Like, what 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 do you do? <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know what, I can speak towards like what I'm currently doing right now. Like right now is a very very busy season of my time, or sorry, of my life. Um, I'm I'm cur- obviously currently in the process of moving to Dubai for like a short term period of time. Um, so obviously just like that's been crazy but right now with us releasing this new department in the agency with working with you know a lot of coaches a lot of agency owners and then also handling the clients that we are still coaching and consulting with um it's been a lot of like setting up back-end systems collaborating with my team collaborating with clients asking them like what don't you like about this what do you like about it making minor fixes minor tweaks to it so it's been a lot of tedious work, um, which I'm used to. I've, I've been doing it for quite some time now. But the beauty of it is, is now I have, you know, I feel like I'm at the point now where I have really good team members in each position and we now know how to hire properly. So my COO, Daisy at the agency, she's incredible. Um, she basically handles all of like the more tedious work of like the back end system. So if I say like, we need to implement this sort of system, she's like, I got you. So it's kind of like a good collaborative sort of effort amongst the whole team. And then same thing goes for like our media buyers. They're incredible with like building out the strategy, um, working alongside like our UGC creators, our, uh, video editor as well too. So it's a very collaborative effort. I, I, I would say that Checking in with them is a big part of what I've been focused on lately, spending a lot of time um, on Zoom calls. I always joke around like Zoom should be paying me for how much I I use their software. Um, So checking in along with my team, that's kind of what I do in the morning. Right now, handling the the odd organic sales call that comes in, um, we're being a lot more strict with our qualification process right now, just because it's Q4. A lot of our clients are very, very busy. So it's you know, ultimately been a very busy season for us as well too, just getting all of their, their ad campaigns ready and just kind of making it all flow. So we're not taking a ton of sales calls right now. So it's basically just focusing on the back end systems, um, focusing on expanding our new department of the agency. And then that basically carries me from like 8 a.m. till about 3 to 4 p.m., um, which still isn't, it's like for me, that's not that bad, but it's definitely a lot more than I'm like used to working when it's just kind of like, easy breezy sales calls are coming in. I'm jumping on zoom calls, things like that. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm focused on right now. And then of course, in the evenings, just really trying to dial in my content creation. So that's usually when I start like making drafts for TikTok and Instagram reels, hired a full-time video editor to be able to edit all of those for me. So I can just focus on the actual creation side, which has been, you know, amazing. Um, yeah, it's uh light life's been it's been fun. It's been mundane, but it's been like very fun, like to see the the progress of everything really come together. So yeah, it's been cool. Absolutely. And I think since last time you spoke, because I, I remember last time you spoke was back in, I think 20, either 2020, like right in during the, the pandemic. But yeah, man, like I've definitely seen like you grow just number one, like as a leader in terms of your content. Um, Cause yeah, you want to like that Dubai trip. So there's, there's a lot of things I want to talk to you here about, but like, I want to talk to you about leadership. I want to talk to you about, you know, why are you interested in going to Dubai? And then also how you kind of balance like the entrepreneurial lifestyle 
outside of work you know like how because I, yeah i have some friends who are entrepreneurs and they're just like 100 percent about always grinding always working like literally if i <laughs> go to a flames game i'll get like a text and be like bro like are you chasing your goals <laughs> and I'll, i'm like man come on you gotta you gotta enjoy yourself a little bit right like what's the point in working hard if you can't enjoy yourself and i feel like you totally um you can like you have a balance there right uh but yeah i guess like the first thing we could dive into is like how would you like i feel like you've grown as a leader specifically dom so like how would you describe leadership and um maybe like kind of talk about talk about that yeah no that's a that's a very good question because i think that like there's many different kinds of leaders and i think that like even though i'm I'm proud of like the leader that I am today within my business. Um, there's still so much more growth for me to really amount to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, you know, on, honestly, the best way to lead is just by like doing the work. Like you, you genuinely have to do the work and you have to lead by example. You know, one person that I think really ingrained in this sort of concept into me was Gary Vaynerchuk. And I don't consume a ton of his content very, very much today, but he helped me out a lot when I was starting. Cause like, exactly what I was kind of talking about, which is you have to lead by example. Like I I couldn't expect my team to be doing things that I wasn't technically doing. Right. Obviously they have job roles that they were having to tend to um, that are different than my roles. But mm-hmm. for me, like if I'm expecting them to learn and grow and for them to expand, like the way that they're thinking about certain things to help our clients, like I also have to be doing the same. So something that I'm, I'm really trying to focus on now is just the input that's coming into my life is like focusing on like, is this input that's going to actually serve me? Is this going to serve my future? Is this going to help my business? And if it's not, then I I just rid of it. And I try not to give it my energy. Um, I, I I'm having to be like a lot more strict with like what I'm doing with my time, with what I'm consuming, just because I do feel like I'm in such a vital time of my life where mm. so much is happening and there's so much like, so much potential for things just to really explode. So that's been, that's been kind of like the motivating factor where it's like, yes, life is sort of mundane right now, but I just know that like the progress is just going to lead to incredible things. Like it's already coming into fruition now, which is amazing, but uh, yeah, it definitely gets me excited for, for the future. So yeah, I, I would, I would just say like leading, leading by examples, like literally the only way <laughs> that you can do it. So what do you think most people most leaders, let's say, or business owners, what do you think they get wrong about leadership? And um, I guess I, I can only share my thoughts. Like even with seasons, I kind of like the idea of it that I don't necessarily have to hire people. And like that, the fact of of like, or the idea of hiring people is it's not intim- it's kind of intimidating to me. It's like, oh, I don't want to be like responsible for that. But I guess now I'm just thinking like down the line, if it grows, Uh, I feel like that's like a skill you need to have is like, you have to lead, like even in, in, for me, like I work um, in sales and just like running calls, like you have to kind of set an agenda and lead. And it's like a very important skill, like the older you get. So yeah. yeah, Like what do you think are some things that leaders get wrong and uh, how would you, yeah, I guess that's the first part of the question. And I have another question after that. Yeah. I mean, I, I can always just point to like my own, my own example for this. Like I, I think there was a point where in my agency, like we were doing very well. Um, and I kind of looked back on like where I came from and I was like, man, like, this is amazing. Like, I think I can just kind of coast right here just like to like stay here for a little bit. And then that little bit turned into like a, like a little bit longer. (laughs) And then, you know, I, I think I stopped again, like leading by example, like I stopped growing myself. I stopped consuming content and input that would actually like add value to my agency, who I was as a leader, um, to the actual service delivery side, to the client acquisition side. And then something that I'm learning now too, which is like, I now have a responsibility to actually continue learning and to continue furthering myself because I now have people reaching out to me as someone that they come to for a source of information for how to grow their agency, their coaching business, how to run their ads, how to do this, this, and that. So now it's like, I, I, I actually cannot ever have like a lapse in sort of like judgment or a lapse in time where I'm not furthering myself some way in some form. Mm -hmm. So it's very humbling. Um, obviously it just, it just comes with a lot of responsibility and just a, a, a bigger commitment. So, you know, for myself, like I think where leaders do go wrong and where I went wrong is I stopped 
I, I coasted and I stopped leading by example. I stopped investing into the input, into the things that I knew would move the needle forward and would, you know, help me progress. Um, just because I got comfortable, like people just get way too comfortable. Um, and this is, this is a big one I talk about with like a lot of my friends who run businesses is like, you know, you, you, you aim for like your first 10 K month and you hit that. And then it's like, it's so hard to go from 10 K to hundred K if you just like stop because you get comfortable. It's like so much easier if you just continue blowing past those milestones and just like continue putting your head down. But a lot of people, they just, they just get way too comfortable. They, they just kind of stop putting in the work that like they did initially to get where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like I said before too, it's like what got you to a certain place isn't going to get you to the next place, but it's so hard to like get yourself back into the rhythm and to build that momentum back up when you just stop and you get comfortable. Right. So yeah, I, I believe that that's like a huge one that kills a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners, um, just from being able to like make as much progress as they should. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And I, I totally kind of understand that, like, especially like when you're, when you're moving fast, like just keep the momentum going. Cause like for me, I kind of learned that in sales, like when you're doing well, like you want to, you know, keep the momentum going, still do the cold calls, still like work hard because it's, it's hard to hit zero and then kind of restart again. Um, but here's a question for you, Dom, like if you had to go back to, you know, yourself when you first started your agency, right? I don't know if you weren't necessarily the leader you are today, but um, what, what advice would you give yourself uh, as a leader, like in terms of leadership? You know, I think this kind of goes back to like me. Be, I'm just naturally like as weird as it sounds, because I I know I work hard, but I'm also naturally like a hardworking, lazy person, as weird as that sounds. Like the reason why I work hard is because I want to and I want to be able to be lazy, <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. So for <laughs> me, like <laughs> I I think where I really made like a big mistake within my agency is I I was too quick to hire people. Um, and by the way, good people, like really good people. They were good at what they did. But the problem was, is I was too quick to hire. So I put myself and my agency in a position where, you know, we weren't maybe as profitable as possible, where that that money that was going into a, a position that like I could have probably been doing myself or like somebody else could have been doing it. Um I was paying somebody else complete, like a complete other salary to do it. And then that took away from us bringing on either a more clients or be investing into our current team to like deliver a better service. So mm-hmm. I think like one thing that I'm really starting to learn now, and I've been learning this from a lot of like higher level business owners who are like eight and nine figure business owners is like really maximize the amount of stress and, you know, <laughs> anxiety that you're able to handle as a person and as a business before you go out there and you start hiring and you start outsourcing and making like pretty big decisions inside your business because you don't ever want to get to a place where like financially that money could be spent better else somewhere else, you know? Um, And then also you're kind of just like, you're in the position where you're constantly changing things because you're, you're failing to realize that like you could just be doing that or you need to be like pushing it further yourself to like learn it more deeply. Mm -hmm. Um, instead of going out and trying to find like the quick fix, which like, again, my hardworking, lazy mentality sometimes like gets the best of me. So yeah, I, I, I feel like that's a superpower, bro. Because um, I remember when I first got into software sales uh, in like the interview, our CEO, he would like, I remember I asked him this, this question, like, how did you become like so successful? And and he said he was lazy. Like, and I, I was like, so shocked. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like you're lazy. And then, but he's no, he's, he was, he was true about it. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like really lazy. So I think outside yeah. the box and that's how I got here. And I was like, well, I've never really looked at things that way. But It makes uh, sense though. Like I, I, I think most business owners who I talk to are, they work hard, but they'll tell you like, they'll tell you like, I work hard so that I can enjoy my life. Like I can enjoy like the, the fruits of my labor in a sense, right? Like I love being able to go on month long vacations in Europe and like not really need to check in with my team because I know that they're taken care of. I know that they're doing like their job. They're also not confined to like an eight hour a day job. Like I always tell my team, like, I want you guys to also have like a level of freedom to your own lifestyle as well too. Like if you get your work done within an hour, go 
to the beach, go have fun. You know what I mean? Like it, it, as long as the work's getting done, like I'm not that type of guy where it's like, you've got to be there for that specific amount of time. So I think a lot, yeah. Like I think a lot of business owners are driven by like the laziness, the fruits that come with being like lazy, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Yeah. And I think even, yeah, just even coming back, like I I have some entrepreneur friends that they have like the total opposite mentality where they're all about like, like hustle 24 seven, never take breaks. And yeah. sometimes we'll have conversations where we're like, it's like little disagreements, but I feel like if you took a break, because this is something that I'm like trying to learn more is how important balance is and just enjoying your life, especially in our twenties, man, because I feel like it just kind of goes like that. Like I'm already 27, dude. Like I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, man, how am I 27 years old? Like before, I remember when I was 21, right? Yeah. But, uh, I guess like, like for you, like you've always, I've always looked up to you in, in a lot of senses. Number one, like you're very sharp you're, and I feel like you know what you want. But this, the third part of that is kind of like the balance towards your life. Like I see you, like you like to have fun, but you also like to play, like play to win. And uh, yeah, man, I think that's, for me, that's that's rare to see that in, in someone. And yeah, I guess I was curious to like hear your thoughts on, on like the balance there. Like how do you, why is that important to you? It's, that's a good question. Cause I think that like the whole work-life balance thing is it's not something you can like really put into a box. Right. Cause like I have, I, and again, I have these conversations with a lot of my friends as well too. Like there, there genuinely is some people that they just, they don't want anything more than just like clocking in, clocking out, going home, watching TV, hanging out with their girlfriend, hanging out with their boyfriend and just mm-hmm. kind of keeping it at that. And that's great. Like if like genuinely, if that's going to make someone happy, like go, go and do that. Right. Because honestly, most of the time running a business is it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. <laughs> right. So um, for me, like a lot of variables, I think kind of came into play. I grew up watching my dad build his business with his partners um, since I was a kid. Like I can, I can visually remember and see in my head him walking through like the garage door down our down our hallway in our home and it would be like 9 or 10 p.m and my mom would be like you guys got to go to bed like we were we were little kids and we'd be like no no, no like we gotta stay up for dad we gotta stay up for dad and then we like run up to him and like hug his leg and stuff and like he'd be coming home at like 9 10 p.m right so he he kind of instilled into my head i think at a young age that like you gotta you just you gotta put in the time and you gotta be willing to work hard and i think seeing him also not really care that much about like how long he had to work was Mm -hmm. also something that just became like it just became a standard to me um like i've never really complained maybe besides that like the nine of fives that i did used to work but like i've never ever complained about like having to spend an egregious amount of time during the day on my business right like i think for me it when I started out, I knew that, that I needed to make sacrifices and I needed to make trade-offs in order to actually see progress happen. Cause like we said, like when you're, when you're riding that wave of momentum, like you, it's important you stay on that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like smelling the roses every now and then is, is really important as well too. And I also think that like different vehicles of business offer different opportunities. Like I'm very blessed to be in a situation with my agency where I do have a team. I can work from wherever I want in the world. It is a very, you know, cash flow positive sort of business. So I can, I have a lot of opportunities to like to travel and spend money and, and do fun things. Like it's, it's an amazing business model. Whereas I have other friends who run way bigger, way, way bigger companies than I do, like do like eight figures and it's not as cash flow positive. They have to be here in Calgary to run it. Um, and they do very well. And they're like some of my best friends and I love them to death, but they'll always be the first ones to say, like, when I go on vacations, they're like, Oh man, like I'm jealous of you. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's so many variables that that come into play. So I think like the, what your work work life balance looks like will ultimately depend on like a you know where you want to be in like the next five to ten years, what that really looks like for you, what you've defined that as for yourself, what you currently enjoy, what you're willing to sacrifice, you know your your upbringing as well too, right? Like there's so there's so many things that that come into play. I I, I genuinely. I, I steer away from saying I love doing my work because there's some days where I love it and there's some days where I hate it. But I think like for me, I'm just obsessed with progress. Like I just, I love being able to see me do something and our team do something. And then it leads to like the next level, whether it's, you know, a new financial record or a new record for what we've accomplished for a client, like all those things. Like I just love that in the game of business, it's always like what's next. 
you know, like you're never really finished. You're never truly satisfied. It's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword in a sense, but that's, that's at least my take on it. Like I, I, I take time off when I want, but I'm also just like super content with like working, like, like a dog. (laughs) So, I mean, it just kind of depends. (laughs) Yeah. Well, would you say when you, when you look at your dad's story and like seeing how hard he worked, um, like number one, like, what do you think you learned from him? And then another thing for that too, is did you see that he had, was, did he also like balance, was he more about just like the work life or did he also take some time to enjoy, um, I guess like his success, right? Like Mm -hmm. is, is part of the reason why you want to enjoy yourself as an agency owner, because maybe your dad like worked super hard all the time and, and it's like, a different lifestyle right so i'm curious to see what you think about that no it's it's a great question like i again i'm I, i'm very very blessed to be in the situation that i'm in and having the upbringing that i did because like my mom instilled very good values into like me and my sister she gave us kind of like the love and nurturing that like i think every every kid really needs mm-hmm. but for me as a man like my dad was the one that was like he was the one telling me at like a very young age, like 12, 13 years old that like you should be working your ass off so that like your future wife doesn't need to work. You know what I mean? And like, he was kind of saying those things and then, and then he would say it, but then he would go and do it. So like literally all growing up, I mean, my dad right now, he's in his late fifties and he's still like, he'll, he'll go to work. He gets there at eight. He, even though he runs the business, he still does a ton of sales. He always leads the sales team every year. <laughs> and like, I know that for a fact, cause when I worked there for two years, he was, he was always at the top. <laughs> and so even though he didn't need to do it, he always led by example. So it was like, before I started working at his company, I saw it from the work aspect of it. Like, man, like mm-hmm. my dad works hard. And then when I was there, I was like, well, not only does he work hard, but he gets results. He, he's doing the things that like employees in his company are are failing to do like building relationships going out still driving driving the miles to like go win bids on jobs like just doing things that like realistically he did not have to do but he just he would do them anyways so that like if there was ever a scenario where like people could complain he could just look at them and like he could just he, he would have to say nothing and like they could just look at him and they'd be like all right like fair enough like you're just like you're doing like i have no excuse right so i think like that was like very very inspiring for me and i think like that i mean obviously growing up with like with him um my nono which is my grandpa and stuff like seeing kind of how like my dad was able to stand on his shoulders and like take our family to like the next level. And then now feeling like it's like my responsibility to take my family to the next level um, mm-hmm. and just like build something really, really big for like our family tree. I think that's something that like, I'm, I'm really, really driven by. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I, again, like it's a very unique situation. Cause I know not a lot of people grow up like that, but I think that's why I always encourage people. Like you need to have like role models and maybe not, direct mentors in your life, but you need to have people that like you can look up to and like people that like you can lean on, um, that can give you like the, the insight you need, the input you need, but also lead by example so that you know that they're not just kind of like a hoax in a sense, right. They're not just like a guru. They're just, they're Mm -hmm. actually doing it. Absolutely. And and I think just something even to add on that, uh, you see, like number one, I I feel like, yeah, it's so important to have like a good, like, like male role model, especially for like men, um, like whether it's your dad or your uncle or like someone close to you that you can see that's successful and you, but yeah, I, I want to be kind of like that. But the second part is it's like the responsibility in your hands to actually go out and, and try. Right. Because I, I don't know, like I've always said, I don't know if I've shared this with a few people and, uh, so, yeah, sometimes people look at me like I'm crazy, but I know, I know I'm not crazy. And I guess this is this is the the thought here. But I feel like deep down we all know what we need to do, and the hard part is like whether or not you actually go out and and try and, and do it. Like for a long time, I wanted to start a like a, a e-commerce brand, right? Seasons. I knew exactly what to do, but it literally, literally took me four years to, to be like, okay, I'm actually I'm actually gonna okay try this, right? And um and it's still not like it's nowhere near like where i want it to be but i just feel like you have to the responsibility is in your hands to actually give it a shot and i don't know the i guess the next question for you is 
this is more like specific around like just for you because like you're a young guy in your 20s who's successful who i feel like is just pretty far when it comes to like your mindset and like your values mm-hmm. but what do you think are like important either values or lessons um specifically for men in in our 20s yeah i mean that's a that's a really good question because i'm still i'm still obviously in my 20s um 26 mm-hmm. years old still learn still have a long way to go still have to learn a lot I mean, I think like the beauty of your twenties is you have kind of two options. You can either be like a like a goof about it and just go out, completely waste your time, waste every single weekend. I'm not saying you can't go out, <laughs> like go out, have fun, like party, drink your face off, like you know what I mean, like you gotta do it. But like you're spending every weekend, every hour of your day just being complacent and you're not doing anything. Like I always tell people, it's like. Like, I, I don't know, at least like the state of like where men are today is like just so complete opposite of like where like our parents' generation was, you know, like it's just mm-hmm. like, it like actually blows my mind. um And yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that like for you as like a man, like growing up, like I think that like you need to be able to go through challenges in your life. You need to put yourself in situations that like are awkward, that suck, that make you grow, that like you know, bring a ton of nerves to you, you know, like make you very nervous. And like, I don't know, I just think a lot of people kind of like they, they, they're very standoffish from actually tackling on challenges and like for putting themselves into positions where like they are forced to grow. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're all, we're all victims of that to a certain degree. Right. Like I, like, I, I know that there's been many circumstances where like, I have also failed in that sense where it's like, I know I should be doing this it, that is the right decision. And then I don't, cause I'm, I'm fearful of it. Right. So it's also something that I'm learning from as well too. But I think that like, yeah, I don't know, at least what's motivated me a lot is again, like <clears throat> seeing my dad, seeing his dad as well too, like making, having my mom be a stay at home mom and giving her the option to, you know, whether she wanted to work or not. And then seeing like how well, like our family turned out, like I th- I'd like to think me and my sister turned out pretty well. So it's just kind of motivated me to be like the same in the same sort of sense, just to like have those options in the future. Right. And I know that with kind of like where the state of the world is right now, like it's obviously going to take a lot more abundance to be able to do that. Um, you know, it's it's just kind of like a it's it's kind of like a requirement for me now. Like I, I mm-hmm. for me personally, like I do not I, I could not imagine me ever being complacent in a sense where like I was not working towards something massive um, in my life and like the, like a huge, bigger vision in terms of like, whether it's financial, whether it's my businesses, doesn't personal growth, it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, just because I know that like, I owe it to like my future wife. I owe it to my future kids. I owe it to like my parents, my sister, my cousins, my uncles, like that's at least the responsibility I've kind of self-imposed on myself. And Matt has inevitably just like made me super motivated to like get shit done and to like actually make things happen. So yeah. Absolutely, man. And, and no, I, I definitely resonate with that, th- with that too. I think you have to, you have to like hold yourself accountable and put a responsibility on yourself. And I can only speak from um, like my own personal example too. Like I've, I was in a position where I literally had no goals and I was just coasting at my last job and uh, I got, I was doing good. Right. But I wasn't really expected to do much. And, and I noticed like that, that kind of, I was ha- like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't as happy as I should have been because I wasn't necessarily working towards progressing in any area. And uh, yeah, I think it's like super important, like in our twenties. Yeah, of course, have fun, but also just like work towards your own personal goals and at least try and make things happen, right? Because yeah, you know, grow and learn. And when you're in your thirties, you can look back and be like, "Man, I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm proud of like what I built and, yeah. and who I am and where I'm going." Um, well, cause you know what, like, it's funny. Cause you said like, be, like, yeah, you have to be accountable and like mm-hmm. sooner or later, you're going to have to be accountable. And it's much easier to be accountable when you're younger, when you have the time, when you have the energy, when you don't have any baggage, right? Not that like, you know, there's a lot of good things that like, like having a family, having kids, these things, like they're, cons- they're, ba- they're baggage, but like they're good things, but it's like, takes away a lot of your time and energy. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not spend right now? being able to do things that are like going to set you up for the future. You know what I mean? Like when I see people that are on like Snapchat and Instagram, just partying every weekend. And I just know that they're not up to anything. I'm just like, I can, I I can literally already see that person's future. And I'm like, it's, it's depressing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's, and it's sad, but 
and I'm like, I, I try not to judge anyone, but I just like, for me personally, I'm just like, I only know where like complacency and not being accountable to like making the right decisions leads to. Cause I've, I've seen it for myself whenever I get unaccountable or whenever I get complacent, like everything in my life starts to like crumble down. <laughs> right. So like, I couldn't imagine like the long-term compound effect of like not doing those things now for like years. And then all of a sudden you're 35, 40 and you actually like should be progressed in life, you know, and like you should be grown to a certain degree and you're not, you know? So it's just, it's, that that's also like a the, the fear of that also dri- drives me like <laughs> drives me a lot in my life as well too mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I definitely agree man i think yeah i think everyone is on like their own kind of journey and um yeah the way i look at it is like as long as you're giving it your best in your life then that's all that matters because the reality of the situation bro is like your standards i'd say like just as a friend like looking outside in i feel like are very high but it's, it's like an obligation for you to like strive to like beat that as opposed yeah. to like someone else could be um, satisfied with like, I don't know, working at like a, being a barista, man. And then that could be like their dream and, and that's like their goal. But, um, but I guess for them, like, that's like what they love to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's different there, but I guess this is maybe leading into the next part of the the question here but like i know you're going to dubai soon man you, you're gonna go <laughs> you're gonna go travel and you're gonna go uh check out dubai but like so why number one why are you going to dubai and uh what are you looking to kind of learn from that trip and, and get out of it so i actually i visited dubai i think about a year ago um last october last end, end of september beginning of october and uh originally i went there just because like i saw everybody moving there like every person with an online business and a laptop was moving to dubai mm-hmm. so for me i was like hey obviously this place is worth checking out i also had always had dubai on like my bucket list like it was always my wallpaper at work like every time i, I signed my computer i remember seeing the burj khalifa and just being like so amazed by it like thinking like this building is insane this is crazy and just always kind of making it a goal of mine to go there so when I got the opportunity to finally go there, um, me and me and a few buddies like jumped on it, got on a plane, went there, and I uh, just really fell in love with like the culture, the community, a- at least the places that we went to. Everyone was so open to collaboration in terms of like like let's get let's get content. Like what's your Instagram? What's your WhatsApp? Like let's connect. Oh, like you're not in real estate? Well, like if you're trying to get into it, like you know, go here, go like learn here. We met, you know, we met insane like cryptocurrency people, people that were big into crypto, into stocks, into running their agencies. Like you just, there's all walks of life there and it's such a welcoming city. And I I personally think that like, if you're in a city like that, where like you're just surrounded by wealth, you're surrounded by success, like that is going to become your new standard, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, it's, it's, it's kind of a no brainer to at least spend time out here because you're going to be around amazing people. Um, and it's just so, so motivating. Also, the other thing too, that was kind of interesting about it is the time zone that it's in. It's so different from here in Calgary that I think it would also block out a lot of distraction or, you know, potential distractions, I guess, from like being on my phone, scrolling social media, all these things. Cause it's like, I'm not really trying to stay in the same sort of like social media loop as everyone else. Um, so I think that would also like, also help me just like enable better habits in, in my life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, there were a lot of decisions. I mean, obviously from a business standpoint, it is like the one city that I think is personally doing things right, where like they've kind of adopted the mentality of like build it and they'll come like people now are like, it's such a big tourist driven city now that that's where they generate so much of their, of their cities, like, you know, revenue through that they don't even like really need to tax people. Um, there's, I mean, as a business, there's zero tax, which is like, it, like it's just unheard of. <laughs> and I'm like, when I'm, when I'm sitting here in Calgary and I'm like, okay, well I've been locked inside my house for two years and I'm still paying taxes. And then, you know, I can't go to bars. I can't do, I can't mm-hmm. do anything. And I'm still being taxed. And I'm like, this, this makes no sense. So for me, I'm just like, it's, it's a no brainer, you know? And then when I see what our, like, at least I don't, I don't want to get too controversial. I don't, don't want to get your, your podcast taken down. But like when I see like what our money goes to, I'm just like, this is just like so ridiculous. So 
for me, there was a lot of variables, obviously from a business standpoint, it's an amazing opportunity in terms of collaboration, taxes, being able to reinvest in your business, the simplicity of it, but also it's warm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not, I'm not enjoying the snow here too much. <laughs> so, I mean, that's also another big one that, that kind of made a, a key difference there. So, so yeah, I, I think this year, like in 2023, we're, we're planning to go for three months. So we're going to get a three month visa, um, spend some serious time there and then come to a final decision whether or not we want to move our companies over there in uh, 2024. And I guess I'm speaking in, in you know, plural, I guess, because me and my me and my buddy, Charlie, who was also on the last podcast with us, he's also going to be coming down uh, with me. So we're going to be going, sharing a place, enjoying the community there together and uh, yeah, having a lot of fun. Absolutely. And, and I could totally see that too. Like when I look at Dubai, um, I just see it like almost like a new frontier, literally where you see all these different entrepreneurs kind of go there just based off an idea. And the thing that I've always thought of it is like, why can't here, like US, Canada, why can't this be that place? And I think mm -hmm. like, I'm really big on like the American founding fathers. Like I, I recently read this book called uh, The American Soul and it talks about like kind of what these, these people had to go through just to like build this country based around this idea. And yeah. I feel like nowadays we've we've kind of drifted so far away from certain ideals that literally it's it might be like more advantageous for business owners and entrepreneurs to go to leave the US or to leave Canada and go to somewhere else that's more friendly to them right and uh 100% i i couldn't agree yeah. more cuz you know like again we're, i'm very very lucky to have an online business that could run and still scale during during this whole pandemic during everything I, I could not imagine people that had like brick and mortar mom and pop shops that like mm -hmm. were closed down. They couldn't do anything, you know, like thousands, they're in debt, still trying to pay their business off. Now they have no revenue coming in. So now they have to shut down and now they're in debt. Like people don't like really recognize that. And so like, yeah, like if I, if I'm a, if I'm a business owner and I'm telling anyone to go start a business, start an online business, have remote freedom, you know, have location freedom and take advantages of like places that are friendly towards your business. Cause it's only going to help you in the long term. I mean, with the money that like, I mean, and I want to get into like specifics, but it's like with the money that I've been taxed on, it's like, I could, I could have hired, like I could have doubled my team. <laughs> like they could have been remote people. I could have doubled my team. I could have reinvested more into my business. And it's like, it's just one of those things, you know, mm -hmm. where it, 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 ma it makes you think like, I'm grateful for like the tax system that we have here. Obviously like it, it does do good things as well too, but it's just like, to a certain degree, I'm just like, oh man, like, this is just like, this is not even worth it for me anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Well, I think, I think we can never really forget like how <clears throat> just like being in Canada or the U S like how lucky and fortunate we are because, sure. because yeah, I feel like if, if we forget that, then um, it won't be good. I totally agree. Like there was, there was a point where I think I got like a little bit salty towards everything, but I, I had to like check myself a little bit. Like I still, I still love, Canada, I think like, I, I think it's sad to see kind of like where like our generation is taking things in a sense. Cause like, again, mm -hmm. I think honestly, I think it just comes back to like men at a certain degree where it's like, we just have like such a weak culture now. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's truly sad <laughs> to be quite honest. So I think like, that's kind of like just seeing the, I guess like the, not the downfall. Like, I don't think we're on like a crazy downward spiral, but I think it's, it's like, we haven't really seen much progression in a sense. And I think that it's like, it's on like our generation's, you know, shoulders to like actually be able to like carry Canada, carry the U S and like make it a better place, you know? And it's just, it's just unfortunate to see kind of like what's mm -hmm. happened in these, in these recent years. And, you know, it's, it's been years and years coming. So it is what it is, but yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful to be Canadian. I'm, I'm grateful to have grown up here. Like it, Canada is amazing. So yeah, it's well, it, I definitely resonate with that, dude. I think, um, yeah, I think maybe part of it is like we weren't necessarily taught, like, the I don't know, taught to value like Canada, the, the US, and, and the importance of like hard work and like what that does to the community. And, um, I guess at another point here, I, I just forgot it, but uh, but. Uh, I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> is it is the, is it the beer? Is it the beer that you're drinking, or is that oh, no, tea? No, this is actually a tea. This is some. Oh. Uh, 
ginger tea. Like, actually, it's funny, funny story with this tea. Literally, every single person I've uh, told this tea about, it's like a Bengal spice ginger tea has like loved it. Like, I've recommended this to twenty five people. Literally, like people are buying their like their family members this tea. Like, it's it's amazing. Best tea. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I I probably <laughs> look I probably look like a like a boozer right now. I'm just like drinking out of a bottle. People are like, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I know like we've, uh, I know, like, I know we've been going on for a bit and I don't want to, I know you have probably something else after this. So, but, uh, but yeah, a few more questions to ask you, Dom. So number one question here is where can people find you kind of learn more about pinnacle media, what you'll be doing in Dubai, your content, um, where can people find you? Yeah, kind of on all the platforms right now. It's kind of require it for for my career and stuff. But um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Dominic Yandelo. Um, TikTok, Dominic Yandelo. My YouTube channel, Dominic Yandelo as well too. Um, posting a lot more like short form content these days, just kind of where like the, what the algorithm is pushing and everything and what is, I guess, getting served to a, a lot of people to like reach new audiences. So posting a lot of short form content, but I think... Um, in the, in the coming weeks here, I'll be posting a lot more vlog content on Instagram reels, TikTok, and also YouTube as well too. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Absolutely. And then, uh, I just actually remembered. So, so the three questions here, so number <laughs> one, this is, this is mainly about like us Canada, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Like, what do you think, what do you think people here can do to kind of revitalize Canada and the U S and almost not become like the next Dubai, but to just make it more like entrepreneurial friendly and just maybe it's shifts in culture and just see more people succeeding and winning. Well, I think that more people need to start, I mean, starting businesses, right? Like innovation is like kind of what creates progression in, in, in any sort of civilization, right? Like that's why you see that like a lot of these countries that like entrepreneurship isn't big in, they never progress. They never come up with new products, new services. They never innovate. They, they're not known for anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think first things first, like if you are someone that is waiting to start that new thing, you know, like it, you kind of have a responsibility to go start it because like you could be someone that actually like changes the game or changes history forever or changes that niche or that industry that you're trying to serve forever. Right. So that's the only way that like we can really progress is like with new ideas, with new innovation, at least in the business world. I think in terms of making just everything a better place, I think like, again, it's just it comes back to like what we were honestly taught as kids. And I don't know. I don't know if like this kind of gets like lost in translation somewhere as you grow old and as you get bitter or something. But being, you know, an honorable person, treating everybody with respect, it doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. matter like every walk of life, like treating them with respect, being able to like love your neighbor, doesn't matter who they are, like being able to help other people, like just being able to go out of your way to like say hello, to bring positive energy, positive vibes, to like people's day. I think that's another big one. People always think I'm weird. Like whenever I'm walking on like 17th Avenue, I'm always saying hello to like random people. Sometimes I get hellos back. Sometimes people like look at me like I'm like crazy. So it's just like one of those things. So I think that like people just need to start, you know, growing themselves and, you know, figuring out how they can just be 1% better every single day. And then just maybe some of those people might become business owners, entrepreneurs, where they can start innovating new ideas, serving new services and products to the ecosystem, to business. And I think that's kind of where that, I think that's a good start for sure. Absolutely. Man. And I think, uh, I just want to like honor you here, Dom, because yeah, like literally from this, this book, I read it, it's called the American soul and it's covers like the American founding fathers. And, um, one of the big things that the author was talking about is how we each have this Kind of like this obligation living in yeah. living in north america to be like in like kind of internally free but also like do good to our community and, and almost like be a leader for the community i think that you're someone who is uh definitely doing that like you're not afraid to put yourself out there and you're like yeah i would consider you like a leader in like the calgary um entrepreneur entrepreneurship space and uh, i think we need more of that man because if we don't have that then obviously like we don't really know like the ideals to aspire to so mm -hmm. yeah I, I just think like i feel like we're kind of losing that like we don't really have good leaders to be like oh i want that i want to like have success i want to like work hard and uh sometimes i feel like society kind of looks then and says like oh that's actually bad that's 
if you're like a successful person who's young, that's not good. But it, it's like that's actually what we need. We need we need people like that. Like or society doesn't function. Like we'll, totally, right? Totally. Well, you know what? Like I uh, and I I forget I forget who who exactly said this, but it's like a lot of people nowadays, especially like people our age, they look at like success as just purely financial, like your financial situation. And, and to a certain degree, yes, money is going to bring you opportunities. I will, it does not bring you happiness. It brings you opportunities to create happiness, to create cool memories, cool experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but you know, the, the biggest thing is like, you know, being, being the type of person that like, if you are financially successful, like it's going to amplify who you currently are. So if you're, if you're a terrible person and like internally you're, you're hurt, and you're not actually happy and you don't enjoy your day to day and like you're just not a very good person at all it's going to like money will amplify that right so i always encourage like whenever i'm talking to like our coaches that we consult with or even people at the gym who like sometimes they come up to me and they're like hey we see you on tiktok I'm debating starting a business yada 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 all these things you know i'm like you should feel obligated to become as wealthy financially as possible but before like during that process you need to also be focusing on yourself too, because you do not want to get to a situation where you're amplifying the most like garbage personality and garbage, like mm-hmm. way of carrying yourself ever. Right. Like us as men should be gentlemen. Like we should be doing good things for both men and women. Like we should be out there, like trying to actually like be leaders. Right. And also vice versa, like as well as for the women as well too, that are hearing this, who are business owners and who are trying to really like pave their own way in, in this life. Right. So I think, I think, yeah, it's just, you know, especially for like us young people, I think like, I, I mean, I at least see it cause maybe just where my mindset's out now, I, I attract a lot of people in my life who, who are up to cool things. So, I mean, a lot of the young people that I do see are doing stuff. It's, it's really nice to see, but I think that like, whether you're starting a business or not, I think everyone should just be trying to strive to be a better internal person so that, you know, doesn't matter what you do. Like every single day, you're just carrying yourself with a level of elegance and you're being able to actually have the ability to like add value to like whatever circuit, whatever circumstance you're in, whatever circle you're in, whatever community you're in, I think it just only makes sense. hundred percent. Yeah, that was uh, that was legendary right there. <laughs> but, uh, awesome, man! I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess I have two two other questions for you. But this one is uh, this one's interesting. So imagine that like right now going on, there's there's a war Ukraine Russia. There's lots of different. I guess there's like the midterm elections in the U.S. that just happened. All all these different kind of situations in the world. But um, if you could say a message on a billboard. Uh, for the whole world at once, what would uh, Dominic Iandolo's message be? That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, you know what? I don't know. It's it's funny because I I like I like the way that you like brought up that question because as and maybe as ign- people might see this as ignorance. I think as much as it's important as important as it is to be aware of the things going on in the current events, I think at the end of the day. Like for most of us, it doesn't actually affect us directly, right? Um, and I think it's just kind of like honestly, my message on a billboard would just be to like focus on yourself and just like stay stay in your lane because at the end of the day, like if you can't take care of yourself, you will not be able to take care of other people. And so, for you to focus on building yourself to be a better person, for yourself to have more financial opportunities to experience things to help other people you need to focus on yourself and you, and you need to level yourself up. Like I always laugh at people that are like, they, they, they never do anything for themselves and they do everything for other people. It's like, well, (laughs) like how, how are you, how are you going to like move forward? Like in like this grand way to be able to help people at scale. Right. And so I would just say like, focus, like you got to focus more on yourself and focus on being like a better person. Like realistically, I don't know. Like it's, it might be just my mindset now with the season that I'm in that I'm just kind of like in a selfish sort of mindset right now where I'm like, I just want to focus on being like the best business owner, the best person and grow, grow where I'm currently at. Everyone's, everyone's different, but I mean, Hey, if I got the opportunity to throw up a billboard, I think that would be my message. Yeah. Well, <laughs> love I, it or I, hate it. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I, I love that dude. I, I don't think it's selfish, selfish at all. Like when I hear that, I just, I honestly think it's it's true, bro. Because if 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 you see someone who just like focuses on, um, on like doing as best as they can, 
that way, like number one, like you're going to be able to help yourself. And then if you can help yourself, you probably will be able to help other people. Right. But it also, I think in like a community aspect, when you see someone who does that, it almost like inspires you to want to do the same because I remember I heard this thing, um, I think it was like Jordan Peterson talking about it, but he said like, if in society, if like enough people can't like support their own weight, then it kind of tears down like the whole society. Right. And uh, that's why you kind of need to see people who are able to like sustain themselves, take care of themselves. Almost like it's almost like self-love, bro. Like kind of like love yourself and then it emanates out because like, if you can love yourself, take care of yourself, then obviously you can take care of like a family, like your friendships, do cool things, but also like inspire community to be like, Oh, that's good. It's good to, you know, take care of yourself, love yourself, respect yourself, and also help others at the same time. It's, I mean, it might be like, you know, Christian values or judo Christian values, but sure. No, I mean, those are great values to have, right? Like I told, I totally agree. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can, you can really go down a rabbit hole. Right. Cause like even, I mean, I think like, especially from what I've seen over the last few years, it's like, and I can point to my, I can use myself as an example. It's like when you're not carrying your own weight as a man, it's like, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to lead yourself. It's hard to lead other people. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, if you're in a relationship, like, how are you going to, how are you going to expect to like actually have a thriving relationship when like, you're not leading by example, you're not doing things that make you a more attractive person every single day. You know, like, it's just, it's just like, it's the little things, you know, like people just, people just need to be more accountable. Like you said it. So yeah, I think that's, that's, that's all there is to it. <laughs> it's, it's quite simple. <laughs> Absolutely. And, um, and yeah, I guess this leads into, uh, the last question and, and this is really what the podcast is centered, centered around on, but it's this idea of enjoying the journey. And I know for each entrepreneur, um, the journey is a little bit different and I guess, the question for you here is just specifically, um, I guess for, for you, like what does enjoying the journey mean to you? Ah, that's a great question. I think for me to be able to honestly be able to get up every single day and feel good about what it is that I'm doing, both for myself right now, for my future self, and then is that going to add value to my future family? I think that is a big box that needs to get checked for me every single morning. Um, if, if I wake up and I'm, and I'm happy about it and I'm, and you know, I'm, I'm proud to be doing it. That is, that is what for me enjoying the journey really is. And I think to kind of layer on top of that as well too, is like, there are times where like I wake up and I really don't want to do something in my business. Like maybe, maybe it's laying somebody off. Maybe it's having that tough conversation with somebody. Maybe, it's like right now I have so much content to be filming. It's like kind of <laughs> daunting on me, you know, but it's like, just because it's the, the idea of doing something sucks and like, you don't want to do it doesn't mean it's not good for you. So I think for me, it's about doing things that are good for me, whether I enjoy them or whether I don't, you know, and not, not kind of giving into like how my emotions kind of play into it, how I feel about doing it. If I know it's like the right thing to do, then I go, I go that way. Right. So that's, I think for me, that's what enjoying the journey is all about. hundred percent guys. And, uh, there you have it. Dominic, Dominic Iandolo, founder of Pinnacle Media and, uh, just overall badass dude in, in Calgary <laughs> and beyond. So I try, um, I try my best. I try my best. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much uh, for the, for the podcast. I'm like, I'm definitely going to come back to this one and and rewatch it. And I loved like the the ending there, like just kind of just really diving into your mindset and, and like your values. And I think that uh, especially for like young people in our age group, I think it's really important to, I don't know, to see leaders like yourself and just like really learn from that and try and kind of mimic that in our own lives, whether, whether that means start a business or, you know, just try and be your best. Right. So, uh, I totally agree. Yeah. For young people, especially like it's huge obligation of ours to just be better people every single day. So yeah, if there's, if there's one thing that anyone can take away from that podcast, it's that for sure. Absolutely.